Hello and welcome to this week's podcast. My name is Dante. And I'm Chatterbox Zombie. And I realize I'm having a shitload of technical trouble recording these podcasts, so if it sounds weird, fuck you, I can't do anything about it until I figure out what the fuck's going on. Nothing. Yeah. Well, I gotta say, I'm quite happy today. Even though I had a shitty day at work, I managed to find a place to stay during the Penny Arcade Expo in Melbourne. So I get to go back again this year, which I'm super fucking stoked about. Nice. We spent uh, a couple of good couple of days, about three days, constantly being denied uh, Airbnb requests for no real reason. Like the, the calendar's open, I should be able to book it, and they're like, "No, denied." And I'm like, "Why?" And they're like, "Denied." Fuck you! But then this place came up that's absolutely huge, has giant weird posters on the wall that's kind of entertaining, and it has a giant projector that I'm going to plug my tablet into so I can have drunken movie nights while I'm over there because I'm going over for a whole week. That sounds uh, cool. So, if you're going to be there, feel free to fucking hit me up. I'm guaranteed to be around, and I'm always keen for drinks, because I guarantee you I will be drunk the entire weekend. Uh, yeah. And I also booked myself in at the same time for a Warhammer tournament in the next couple of months. It'll be the first one I've ever gone to. What's your actual job title? I don't know. Professional pisshead. Yeah, I reckon. About right. Fucking occasional IT professional, but also mostly drunk. Sometimes I work, but mostly I drink. I had a good chat with um, our mate Creature on Twitter the other day, and he was just like, I don't understand why you get paid so much to do what you do. And I was like, well, you know me as the, you know, the 90% of the time you know me, I'm a fucking complete and utter knob. Because that's how I am. But when it comes down to work, I'm extraordinarily good at what I do. Um, that's kind of, you know, tooting your own horn or whatever. But I, I do what I do very well. So, yeah, you know me as a knob, but when I work, I work hard, and I do, like, decent work, and that's why I get paid well. It's great. I found out recently that I'm like the hot topic within a certain group of letters for like gossip because <laughs> I'm the only male teacher at my school. Oh, really? Oh, that was. Oh, that chatter. Oh, he's exciting. Oh, Mr. Chatter. Yeah, some of them are hot too. It's like some milfs around. Fucking keep her on after class. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've already become the CDL teacher and you're not even that old. Give it some fucking detention. Extra Stop. credit. It's just like one of those fucking cheesy porn films, eh? Teach her about measurement. Do you, do, you, do you do the whole fucking, you be the teacher and I'll be the student, and you find like a student uniform, and you sit there and go, oh, you have to discipline me as the class, miss. No, that's way too kinky and pedophilic, actually. Well, you can be the child in this case. It's probably not too bad. Th- that's still... We've gone on a very strange tangent. I don't yeah. know how I feel about this. Yeah, well, that's us being normal. I, I totally brought it up too it's my fault yeah well I also decided over the last month to buy books because I ran out of books to read and I did that thing where I bought books from like six different places it was actually a lot less than it was only three different places and I ended up buying five books over the course of the month and they all came at the exact same time from all over the world so now I have a shitload of books to get through and it's annoying because now I have to deal with all these goddamn books and I was kind of excited just to read one at a time but no you know what you should have done what You've got a tablet, just chuck it all on those. Yeah, I want to get a Kindle, uh, but I, I do, uh, call me old school to a, a certain extent, but I do prefer books. Um, I like, Don't get a Kindle, get a Kobo. Yeah, yeah. It's much well, more pirate friendly. My mum, um, my I bought her a Kindle ages ago, and she doesn't use it, so I was kind of tempted just to bowl on it and steal it. But at the same time, I prefer books. Like, I like actual physical books, but I do read on my tablet as well, so I don't really care uh, whatever works. But I what actually, kind of books? Well, in this case, I got a couple of Warhammer books um, and 
most interestingly, I got a recommendation on Twitter because I said, I haven't read any of the classics. Like, I haven't read, the, I've read 1984, but I haven't read Animal Farm. I haven't read Catch-22. I haven't read Lolita, which I know you've read. I haven't read a lot, quite a lot of the classics. And I thought, it'd be nice to read a classic, but I, I prefer to enjoy the book I'm reading. Like, 1984 was a meal. Like, it's an ordeal to read that book. It's quite intense. It's not yeah. as reader-friendly and nice thing to do on an evening as uh, what I'm reading now, which uh, Creature, your boy up in Auckland, he recommended the Mistborn series to me and as a fantasy series and i'm gonna say the writing is eclectic bro you got another match on tinder i did <laughs> but the, the writing is eclectic it's not very good but the characters are fucking incredible like the guy wrote really well and i'm very happy that i've got this book because uh, i've got the whole trilogy actually right next to me so i'm gonna have a read of that over the next month and then i'll get the more books yay i actually recently bought a book too because i saw it and I, I, I fed into the compulsive side of me because it was a same day delivery on Mighty Ape. Oh yeah, the which best. didn't get to me on the same day. So fuck you, Mighty Ape. But the book itself is terrible. What is it? Um, it's called A Hundred Deadly Skills, and it's written by ex Navy Seal Clint Emerson. I think you told me about when you got that. And it's just a hundred skills, and I thought it'd be cool because like there's some things like how to hotwire a car and make an IED and that sort of shit. But the majority of them are just for that very paranoid subculture of America. Oh yeah, yeah. Think that a terrorist is going to break into their home at any point. The, what are so they called? Like, the preppers. Yeah, it's like that. So it's like how to make uh, you know impromptu bulletproof vest out of duct tape and books, and how to make uh, how to construct a rectal concealment device. What, stuff something in a condom jamming up your ass with some lube she'd be right mate he he says you should want to go for an aluminium cigar case drill a hole in the top and put a nail in it but not the right way then using the nail and the uh, dowel you can make it into an impromptu shiv that's okay sure right anal shiv yeah i at first I see. I like that um, that guy that does the primitive technologies on YouTube. And if you haven't seen that, I highly recommend it. It's a bloke in Australia. Is awesome. Yeah, he goes out there with no voice, no nothing. All you hear is the background while he works, and he shows you how to make these very awesome primitive technologies for anything from building a hut to baskets to drills to all sorts. A sling. Yes, I mean he's terrible at using a sling. I, I wanted to message him because I'm like, you're dumb. But at the same time, he's he's very it's very that's a useful practical thing to do, and it's kind of fun when you're out in the bush. I don't know how many of you've actually go out in the bush, rec- uh, well not recently, but like reasonably a lot. You kind of you need things just to you know sharpen up a stick and turn it into a spear and throw it into a tree. You do this sort of shit because you got nothing better to do, and it's kind of entertaining. Uh, so I like that sort of shit. It's it's practical technology and practical useful information rather than butt shivs. This this is this is practical for a very paranoid kind of person. Yeah, I, nah. I like things like if you're going to learn a hundred skills, you must know they need to be shit like how to tie your shoelaces correctly and shit. At the rate fucking horrifying gun events happen in America, I wouldn't be surprised why this might be appealing to people. I, I was going to say I like, but that's kind of a bad word to use. I every time a mass shooting happens, I go straight to the Onion and I wait for them to update that same article that they update every single time. Have you seen the one where they just basically like uh, this pr- this uh, gun problem can't be solved? Says the country that always has mass gun shootings. It's it's really a depressing article, and the the message behind it is every time they repost it, they copy and paste it, change the names and the locations, and save and send it out. It's the same exact article, and it's been the same for ten years. It's really depressing. Oh, that's cool. You could make a gas mask out of nothing but a plastic bottle and a sponge. Oh yes, I do know that one. Funny enough, hmm, I don't know why I know that one. Anyway games 
Games. We don't games have... that don't involve sponges and anal thermometers. Yeah, well, anal shivs. And... That'd be a good just, gamer name. A, a, cigar case, a cigar case would be, like, slippery after it yeah, got that's the point, isn't it? bits on it. No, because you try and grab it, and you try and shiv someone, and it'll just slip out your hand, and you get all your poo on your hand and stuff. It just... Or you push it up further. I mean, survival, if you're getting to the point where you have to sort of smuggle in... Anyway, let's not talk about this. Let's... Rectal concealment. Yeah. Uh, E3 happened last week. We obviously talked a lot about games. This week we don't have that many games to talk about because everyone's just kind of in that post-E3 de- uh, depression. Uh, Slash pre-Overwatch competitive play fucker it. Oh my god, the best thing I heard was the... Um, well, apart from Mercy, got an accidental nerf. Uh, they're trying to fix that at the moment where you can't lock onto your targets properly for healing. Uh, Widowmaker's ultimate now sounds out to the entire server. Which is awesome. So when she pops her ultimate, it's like McCree. Everyone hears it. Which makes Hanzo's uh, ability to scout out things so much better because it's still silent. Yeah. Well, I don't know. People were complaining about... I never found Mercy overpowered. Do you know what I think it is? I think a lot of people who have never really played that kind of game are jumping in on Overwatch. And you and me, you know, we have years of experience in like fucking TF2 and those sort of shoes. We're used to just dying without knowing how respawn and getting on for the fucking job. Yeah. I think I, there's a lot of people who are just salty about everything. Yeah, it's a, especially when you... Um, uh, how do I put this? When you when you look at League of Legends players or Dota players in particular, I guess the MOBA players in general will say that, um, rather than pointing... Fuck, I have so many messages right now. I'm getting messages on every single fucking platform. Can you... Oh, shut the fuck up. Um, Including Tinder? Not Tinder. I don't use Tinder. Yet. Uh, to the surprise of no one. Uh fuck where was i going with this oh yeah mobile players they all talk about balance like it's the most important thing so every time it's just like but this tank is better than this tank in this situation that's not fair they should be equal it's like no, no it shouldn't be equal the whole point is you have to counter and it's not like mobas where you stick in one character you have to switch but people don't get that and it's always going to be a struggle but speaking of when you're saying mercy needs to be nerfed or anything like that in the latest sort of pro games uh, the only character that has a 0% play rate in any of the professional games is Zenyatta. That's a problem. Because how many of us, like when we play, we always have a Mercy, right? Or a Symmetra. Yeah. Like they are very useful, but no one goes Zenyatta. Yeah. Because he's low health, low heals, reasonable damage, but he's got bullet travel time, which is really frustrating. Uh, so I suspect they're going to have to do something about that. So Zenyatta. does Mercy. Yeah, but Mercy, Mercy, Mercy buffs your teammates for damage. So there's no real need to do the damage, whereas Zenyatta has to do the damage. There is, when your teammate is generally incompetent and you need to shoot people yourself because they're just being fuckwits. True enough, but also consider that Mercy's ultimate... So the idea of Zenyatta's ultimate is it basically stops your team from dying. Mercy's ultimate charges about, you know, five times faster, press Q, everyone comes back to life, and they have like a second of invulnerability after they come back. It's just fucking awesome. It's just better than Zenyatta. Yeah, uh, the main reason I don't play Zenyatta is I really don't like his design or his character. It's it's boring and flaky to me. Yeah, I I would agree. I'm not a huge fan of Zenyatta in general, but yeah, I he's he's another character uh, along with Diva that needs to be fixed up in some way to make them mildly more useful. Because I mean, there's balance issues when characters fight each other, but Zenyatta just genuinely isn't as good as Mercy in most situations, which is. You know, that's how it goes, I guess. So, that yeah, they'll buff them. We'll see what happens. The Mercy, uh, not Mercy, the McCree thing was the only problem I had with the game in terms of competitive play at the time. He but, was too good, yeah. He was just too all-arounder. 
the thing I like now is that all of the competitive players, all the people that are actually like we we played a team the other day that were extraordinarily good at working together. Uh, and when we were playing it, we were genuinely impressed. It's, except for the one Filipino guy, it's like I'm like the number twenty one Genji in the world, and I'm like, sweet. Well, I'm Roadhog. Tried dance around me, cunt, and they lost repeatedly. Uh, I think we beat them two out of three games, and then we all bug it off. But yeah, they were they were a, a very good team at working together, and they're very competitive. They all had the, the communication, the alt timings, and everything like that all down pat, which we just couldn't figure out because we're a bunch of fucking idiots. Um, but those sort of people that are good are going to be heading out to uh, the competitive play, which leaves us fucking idiots set with all the other people that aren't competitive, just like ourselves, which is going to be awesome, which means we can go around, go back to being complete nuts and knobs and all going Torbjorn for no real reason. I, li- I look forward to that. Mm. I haven't played it much. I did notice you haven't played it much recently. Neither did I, actually. I actually got withdrawals, basically, on Monday. I decided I've got a bunch of shit to do, and I said, fuck that, I am going to go and play Overwatch all night, because I, I just I want to play. I miss it. I've been spending time browsing the Steam sale. I was going to bring up the Steam sale. Because there's a Steam sale. Yes, what have you purchased in the Steam sale? Well, that was the thing. Like, I originally wrote my notes uh, on Sunday night for the podcast, and I just basically said, I bought nothing. I have everything. Why? I don't need anything in Steam sale. Like, every time you go to the featured games, most of them are games I've already bought. Well, but you can buy me some shit, then. You can get fucked. I bought my mate Rissetir, which is fun. <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> it's so good. It's so bad. It's so good. But... I went and bought Overwatch, Firewatch, and I just started playing it before we started this podcast to get a feel for the game, because I haven't really had time to sit down and play it yet, and it's good. It's really good. Like, I like walking simulators, and a friend of mine at the pub the other day, we both realized that we both like walking simulators, so we started talking about what sort of games we like, and uh, he's got Gone Home, and he's playing that at the moment. I decided to play Firewatch. He's also got Firewatch, and he thinks it's a good game as well. It's like a walking simulator like DRS with Firewatch, uh, sorry, with uh, Gone Home and uh, all those sort of games, but it has character and personality a lot more. So it feels way more interesting and way easier to get into, whereas DRS was this weird fucking shitfest of strange stories being told out of sync. Um, but it's about a man who had a life. Uh, he had a girlfriend that he was going to uh, marry. He had uh, a dog, which is important because you get to choose which dog you want. Uh, and everything sort of takes a turn for the worst and he decides fuck it i'm out he's i'm just gonna head out to the sticks and i'm gonna look after a, a, a hill for a while right. and it's just this awesome walking simulator where you wander through the wilderness with nothing but a radio and a very strange lady on the end of the radio uh, whose name i forget um having random conversations about being out in the middle of fucking nowhere it's great very very cool so the controls aren't brilliant but the game itself is good enough uh that i would recommend it to anyone and i'm only less than an hour in it's just good. Straight away, you just get drawn in. Nice, nice. But also Ford, the car company, they yeah. stole their artwork for an advert campaign. That's that was interesting. A very uncool thing to do, Ford. I don't, okay, I, I don't think, really understand how that, that that mixes into what we're talking about. But sure. well, it's it's Firewatch, and they stole Firewatch's artwork. So right, I thought I was that's weird. About it's, it's a strange thing to happen. They did they did what everyone else does. They went online, they found a picture they liked, and they used it without actually checking where it was from. And the Firewatch people were actually really good about it. They were actually kind of like, ah, look at our new Ford campaign and shit like this. It's, it's kind of funny. But what did huh. you buy? Oh, in case you don't know, there's like 36 pages worth of um, Rocksmith DLC. 
That is ridiculous. Which gets shortened down to about seven if you go just the song packs. But yeah, they're like Freebird and shit. Uh, Freebird's like, what's it, seven minute long solo or something? No, the whole song's seven minutes. The solo's like two and a half. Jesus. But yeah. It's awesome. And I'm really tempted because pretty much all of them are 40% off. And I'm tempted to get them now because, you know, those licenses won't last on Steam forever. No, and I think, I mean, getting a, you've been getting a guitar more and more recently. And I think this is, like, the fuck are going to... Uh, this is the most uh, attractive way to get into playing guitar, right? Just jamming away to your, your favorite songs and shit. Yeah, that's a good way to start. And then, you know, I, the, the thing I need to really focus on is learning more music theory. Because then I can actually get the gist of it more. But it's it's very very abstract because um, you're you're categorizing and understanding the relationship between sounds. Which is I weird think, to me. Well, so what? I mean, I I used to play I guess guitar to a very amateur level. Um, the only I mean I knew I know music theory to some degree, but the only real things you need to know for playing guitar is how to read a guitar tab and some basic scales. No, you get, need no more than that. Well, yeah, if you want to get pro, sure. If you want to get like really, really good at what you do, but you can get a long way with just that. You can, and the vast majority of fucking rock and pop songs are written with a very small pool of chords and scale techniques. But I wouldn't say you had to go out and like study proper music theory. I mean, like I said, I did that, and it wasn't useful. Well, I don't need to know a lot of it, but I need to know... Uh, you know, people will think, are you good at guitar? That's the wrong way to go at it. You should ask, can you make something sound good? Yeah, and right I, now I can make something sound average, but I can't make stuff sound great. But I mean, uh, within reason, like I, uh, I, I used to be able to again like play basic piano, and I couldn't tell you for the life of me where I might have heard these chord progressions or anything like that. But basically, if I slam on a piano long enough, I'll be able to make something sound good just because I can hear the sound. Like, but I guess you kind of got to. The only real way to do that is by playing a lot. You don't have yeah. to know the theory behind it. The theory does help, obviously, because you just know what sounds good. You know what sort of. Uh, Core progressions sound good, but sort of, you know, harmonies are, you know, useful and shit like that. But you can just fucking slam on a piano and eventually you'll find something. Same with the guitar. Not everyone is so intuitive, unfortunately. No, agreed. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I just wouldn't go out of my way to learn how to read sheet music for guitar playing because it'd be kind of pointless. No, fuck notation. I'm not going to learn how to read yeah. notation. Yeah, don't do but that. I would like to know some more about it. Also, I've started writing lyrics, which is fun. Oh, you emo motherfucker. You. It's just like poetry, only it has to sometimes not rhyme yeah okay do you do lyrics first music second or the other way around i think of a soundscape i want to fit lyrics into right that's good because i'm that's, one of that's the... not that's the cuntiest sounding thing i've said all day yeah well i mean you mentioned that you were writing lyrics and that's already cunty enough so i just sort of went with it yeah i woke up at like 3 a.m the other night and i'm like oh that's cool and i wrote it down it was not a good idea at 7 a.m <laughs> like 3 a.m that's cool music 7 a.m now it's, it's kind of dumb Ah, well, that's, at least you know that. You can critically analyze your own sort of stuff. Well, honestly, they got fucking songs for everything. Just looking at Jimi Hendrix, fucking Iron Maiden, Motley Crue, Radiohead, Queens of the Stone Age, Slayer, Smashing Pumpkins, Green Day. All this shit. Jeez, Amazing. That's pretty everything. cool. So cool. I hear the, um, uh, one of my neighbors plays uh, Green Day quite a lot because he's got the almost identical voice to the guy from Green Day. It's quite cool to listen to. It's funny, the only song I've got perfect mastery of so far is Pumped Up Kicks. Ha, <laughs> cool. Because do, 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 um, Have you played any games other than Overwatch this last week? I haven't played Overwatch. 
You haven't played Overwatch for the whole week? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, I'm, I'm really bad, right? Mm. Well, I have a strange and fun bit of news that I have been... It, for me, this bit of news is basically like watching a train wreck in slow motion. It warmed my heart, my little <laughs> heart. It was entertaining. Uh, the guys that uh, make Orion and Dino Days and all that sort of shit, like they're, they're a very small company. Uh, uh, it's amazing still float. Trick. Trick Industries. Trick Industries is the, the publisher name, anyway. The publishing arm, or probably the same company. It's indie, so whatever. It's all the same. Um, they they went out to uh, the public and said, during the Steam sale, Activision has pulled our game off the sale, which means we are no longer getting profit in one of the most profitable parts of the uh, the year. Basically, like there's two weeks of the year where Steam has their summer and winter sale, and they are worth bajillions to a lot of developers. They they said basically the reason is Activision said they uh, copied some of their guns and that was copyrighted material and that was not allowed so they issued a DCMA and got it pulled down. These guys, Trek Industry, immediately rallied the public behind them, showed them uh, these pictures of uh, particular uh, views of these guns, which showed they looked very different guns, like they are not the same as Call of Duty guns, and rightly so. Looked at those images at the outset, they looked like very different guns. And then they went on to Reddit and said, post on Reddit, get all the support you can. I can't give these money to these cock-sucking eight Activision. They're ruining our company. And they got very aggressive about it. And then PC Master Race subreddit got hold of it. And then very quickly figured out that it was all a load of shit. They actually did steal the assets. And it was a legitimate takedown notice because they were using stolen assets ripped out of um, Call of Duty Black Ops 3. My God, you should have seen the backlash. It was phenomenal. People just immediately turned around and slammed them into the ground. Uh, they threatened Activision with lawsuits. They woke up the next day and said, okay, I won't do lawsuits. Uh, I'll play the long game and see if I can drag them down. And then uh, everyone said, no, you're a bunch of lying cunts. You have rallied a community against uh, Activision, even though Activision were in the right this time, and no one wants to admit to that, but they were. And now you're being a bunch of twats about it. And they said, if you keep saying that, we're going to uh, issue... Uh, lawsuits for slander and libel against you guys against the community what the fuck and then they went so far as to say if our company fails it's your guys fault the community's fault for ruining us man i miss this tasty little fucking it was great it was the best thing ever the funny thing is this isn't the first time they've stolen artwork Uh, they've been caught with it doing it before uh, for dino days but it was just the last two days of this is just the most fantastic meltdown of a company the guy had to ban himself from his own forums on steam just so he'd stop talking because people just took everything he said and destroyed him with it it was entertaining as fuck um i don't know if i could post a link to it but if you go into pc master race and search for orion uh you will have the greatest time reading it it is genuinely the most entertaining read you'll have for this week or if you go on like the old tanky site because i did two reviews on that and it was terrible. Orion, the, the oh, dinosaur yeah, shooter. Yeah. Uh, twice I got that shit, and it was just a fucking disaster. They they did it. They brought it out. It was crap. They took it down. They rebrought it out. It was still shit. Fucking hell. I would like to point out the old tanky site is no longer there. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> I'm buying the uh, Blue Oyster Cult song pack because I fucking love Blue Oyster Cult. Uh, Blue Oyster Cult did the fire song. Burning for you. Uh, no. Come on, man! They did fucking "Don't Fear the Reaper." Oh, they did "Don't Fear the Reaper." That's the song I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know why I'm thinking fire song. Who did that? Oh, I think we fire I watch. Can't be... No, 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 no. I fucking whatever. I'm opening up Spotify. That's <laughs> There's a Nickelback soundtrack. No, just, just no. Um. 
Ah, no, I can only find Don't Fear the Reaper in my playlist. Never mind, I'm thinking of the wrong person. What that's cool, though. Um, but yeah, so I guess that's that's probably us for gaming. Uh, we're, we're running short on time, and we spent a long time talking about random shit and anal knives. Yeah, shivs, anal shivs. Yeah, so um, let's move on to anime. You watched an anime! I did watch an anime. Aren't I good? Where's my praise? I'm not yeah. going to be praise, I'm just kind of... You know, moderately pleased you got around to watching an anime after not watching it for ages. Oh yeah, it was a thing. I, I, I was going on horrible subs and being like, "Is there anything? You know, is anything new started? I'm, I'm willing to give it another go." And then there wasn't anything. But I saw that one show I just finished. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I've heard of this. I'll give it a go." And that was Netoge. Oh yes. Fucking! I'm sick of these names. No, nah, no, right. Like this is I bet there's someone out there who just makes entire sentences, entire conversations, communicating with Japanese people, just citing the names of fucking anime labels. Yeah, I actually wanted to watch that anime. Um, did you watch the whole thing? Yeah. Fuck, you don't mess around, do you? Yeah, it was passable, and I didn't have a lot to do, so I watched it. Nice. What's it like? It was cute. It had a very nice art style. They had the arrow mouths and the lips from that sh- that shall not be named. Oh, I was going to say, don't say it, mate. <laughs> I can't actually remember the name of it anyway. So yeah. Oh, yes, I can. Yeah, yeah. We're not allowed to say it. So yeah, but they had those mouths, nice. and it was cute. And then nothing happened. It, it was interesting because there were a few moments where, because she the the main the main heroine, I guess the the female protagonist, she's basically confusing reality and the game within her mind because they all play this mmo and she's married to this guy's character in game and then she thinks she's married to him in real life and it's really bizarre because he, he, he's trying to communicate to her what the difference is in their relationship online and in real life and she doesn't get it like she just doesn't fucking click that there's something different that's creepy yeah, and it was a really interesting sort of subject, like quite a nascent one, because you know there's actually people becoming like that in fucking games. Well, there has been since the invent of fucking WoW, I guess. I happen to know quite a few people that play a very complex text-based RPG, funny enough, called Arcaea, I think it's called. Um, but yeah, you can have entire bloodlines, so you have entire family trees and all this sort of shit, and it's very intense stuff to watch. It's strange that people actually get sunk, so sunk into this and they talk about these people as though they're their real family. Yeah, it's, but that, unfortunately that uniqueness and sort of unexpected depth to it was largely washed over by the generic and predictable archetypal anime shit that we've come to expect. Yeah, I was going to say, it does sound like a show that I would watch, not you would watch, but yeah. you know. No, no, uh, this was very much my kind of show back in the day. And I watched it and then we came to the last episode and they went to kiss and I'm like, just do it. Just for fucking once, actually, because don't have someone barge in the door at the last moment. Just actually fucking do it. Just once. Just once. Didn't happen. You just gave me massive flashbacks to Shakugan now, Shana. Do I give you massive flashbacks of every second oh, fucking anime I've ever watched? Fuck, I'm just got like a nervous twitch. My eyes starting to twitch now. I'm like, you fuck. You, you remember that meme of like the person holding the two people's heads together? It was like, now kiss! <laughs> it was like that. I've done that with a million shows and they never do it. They never do it. Why? You're not going to make a second season. You're not going to leave this open-ended so you can come back and make more money. It's fucking dead. It's over. You had one show. It was pointless. And you achieved nothing. So why? Why would you not just throw it away? Oh, pressing. I know. That's why, I mean, we, we both kind of like the shows where shit gets done relatively quickly. Um, I like fucking shit where people die. 
I like this. This is why Yandere is my favorite anime archetype. One, because they're rare, and they're rare because they're amazingly good and complex, and you have to have fucking collateral and a good storyline to have them there. Otherwise, it doesn't fucking work. I disagree. I think it's they're, they're rare because no one likes them, because um, they're challenging and difficult, fucking complex characters. Well, I wouldn't say they're, they're complex. So they are. I mean, okay, yeah, they... They're, have... they're two-dimensional, which is a fuckload deeper than most anime characters. Agreed. Like, they, they have to have these sort of this weird, like, uh, dichotomy of personality where they're both evil and cute at the same time. But at the same time, you know exactly what they're doing at any given time, and it's relatively predictable. But at the same time, that doesn't mean all the other shit that we watch is any better because it's actually worse, <laughs> to be fair. Yeah. No, no, having a, a two-sided, you know, character is still more I, I still think that actually having that split between being nice and cute is more unique and takes more consideration and fucking attempt to master than Sundere which is just two half-ass character traits smashed together yeah I'm, I'm gonna be honest I don't uh, I think the last true Sundere anime I really enjoyed this railgun and that's gone by a reasonable time ago now I don't really care too much for it now I like I like shows with sort of uh, deep complex stories uh, things that really get you thinking these days. And I guess I also like the generic action shows, you know, Tokyo Ghouls and stuff like that, but eh, Sindre is kind of dead to me. Do you know why I think I could tolerate Nettleke? Right. The the male protagonist, he was surprisingly mature for, like, a high school age character. Usually they just make him obnoxious, immature fuckwits. He was actually kind of chill. Does like, he... um, did you remember, did you ever watch Onigai Twins? Uh, no, I didn't. Oh, well, the main guy was a programmer and he worked from home and he was super chill. And all this bullshit, itchiness and crazy girls was happening around him and he just took the fucking high road every time. Uh, yeah, but I was going to say, if, if he's a mature character, does he understand when girls are after him? Like, that's that's a really uh, irritating thing to watch when the guy's just like oblivious, like, I don't know what badges. No, 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 it wasn't a harem show. He liked the chick straight up after a while and then confessed to her and then it was because she was like, what are you talking about? We're already married online. Oh, okay, right, that's awkward. <laughs> yeah, so it was really bizarre. It's like a kick in the nuts, eh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, well. Well, I also watched a show. Uh, well, I didn't finish it. I tried to watch it. And, and, and show. I, I mentioned this two weeks ago, and I mentioned it last week, I think. Whatever. My Yoiga. It's terrible. That's it's, far too many vowels for you to pronounce. Yeah, it's like it's more than one vowel, so it's too much for little Dante. Um... It's terrible. It's a show about a bunch of people giving up on life, jumping on a bus and going to a hidden village where no one knows and there's all this mystery shit happening. And it's fucking awful. The characters just need to be stabbed. I hate everyone in that show and I cannot watch it because of it. I got I got bummed out and thought it was going to be something cool, like they go to a village where it's a suicide club or something. Well, that's what it appears from the outset. Like, it, that's genuinely what it appears like. Because suicide village. club shows are fucking neat. They're, like, super dark. They showcase this terrible underlying presence in all of modern japanese culture that's really needs to be explored further yeah and in this case the first episode is everything you would ever hate it's all like this mystery they introduce i think like fucking 18 different characters and all of their names and like we're expecting to know who they are but instead of like trying to make them uh, i guess you know uh, likable in any way they just give them this ridiculously over-the-top archetype like the really loud guy the really angsty emo girl and all this sort of shit it's, it's fucking dumb um, I, I genuinely think it's a piece of shit show. I was looking forward to watching it because apparently it's a murder, but not a murder mystery, but a mystery in, in general, and I cannot watch it. Like, fucking Hyoka was more of a mystery show than this piece of shit. 
<laughs> Little Busters was more of a mystery show than this piece of shit. I can't deal with it. Because he had fucking narcolepsy. <laughs> I'm so over it, so I'm not going to watch that show anymore. Uh, instead, I'll just stick to what I've got at the moment, and we'll gear up for the next season, which uh, I haven't investigated, and I think we'll be looking into next week. Did you know it'd be a great show? A girl's goof where, like, two, three out of four of the girls had narcolepsy. That would be, like, the funniest club ever. They're just talking about shit, and then... <laughs> Hey, are you okay? Yeah, hey, she's okay. Hey, pass me that. <laughs> just, just every now and then, just, you could work with it for like two episodes. It'd be hard to stretch that shit out. Oh yeah, yeah, it would be pretty hard to stretch out. It's but, interesting that you talk about how that show Mayoiga yeah introduced sixteen characters off the off like straight off the fucking bat. Because I've long ascertained that a, a show with fewer characters has greater odds of being a quality show. Because it's got less pieces to work with, they can flesh them out and develop those characters rather than just bring in loads and loads of trash, you know. Yeah. And fucking Netflix had four main characters from the start. They didn't introduce any more. They had another two supporting roles. There was like six characters in that whole show. That's good. That's what you want. Yeah, and even then they were still archetypal and pretty fucking shallow. But it was enjoyable enough because they weren't just constantly throwing in fucking nobodies. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I for some reason the the first show that comes to my mind of a really good set of characters that gets introduced over time was um Toradora. Like, they they introduced the main characters. They I think they is it Army was her name the blue haired bitch that I don't like that you love. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they introduced her slightly later, like I don't know an episode later. I can't even remember now. But like, it was a show where everything was centered around four characters basically, and and a bird thing parrot. Yeah, Toradora um, had five characters, six if you include the parrot. Yeah. And that was good. Like that was a brilliant way. That's like, that is enough that you uh, more than you could ever want. Uh, any more than that, and you start losing track, and you start. I, I, I always maintain. Um, as a side, I always maintain any show that can get me to like the characters will make me like the show. Uh, if you if I if I like any of the characters, I'll immediately go. This is a show that I can enjoy. But if I can't find that sort of grip with any character, it's just a waste of time for me. And that's what I'm getting right now in this season. Like, Haifuri, I don't care about any of the characters. I'm just dragging my way through it because I'm fucking up to episode 11. I might as well finish it. And, yeah, shows like Toradora make you like the characters immediately out the gate. So you love the show. The shows like this fucking Mayuiga is like, I don't like any of these characters. I can't watch this. There's too Toradora, many in World Dumb. Eh? Which was one of the show, the show of the season that came out in, in 2008, according to that thing you showed me. Oh yes, I was going to mention that uh, we've kind of run out of time, but um, jump on Twitter if you want to find this. Uh, effectively, someone has catalogued the top three anime of the seasons uh, based on rating and popularity separately, because uh, from Mal rather, you know, my anime list. And they've done that for the last 30 years, and they've catalogued them all. So you can find all of the shows that everyone thinks is the best, uh, the top three at least, over the last 30 years, which is very cool. I had a good read through it, and I was quite happy that I've seen quite a lot of them in the last 10 years. And it's sad because you go back to 2010 and so many of the great ones aren't there because they just got outbuffed by other great ones that were in that fucking amazing year. Yeah, but you expect that, right? Like, that's, I mean, that this is based on popularity of my anime list, so you can take it with a grain of salt. Like, Ori Emo was highest in winter 2010 or whatever. But but look at the... Um, there was Punch- other good shit coming out then. Look at look at the last season, was it last season with One Punch Man? Chivalry of a Failed Night. Chivalry of a Failed Night, what's it fucking in Japanese? Rakudai Kishi no Kavari. Cavalry? Yeah. It's not got anything to do with chivalry. Whatever. That was last uh, last year. I haven't even heard of that show. Yeah. And apparently it's really popular. I have. I've heard of that show. Well, yeah. Good for you. <laughs> That's a dick thing to say, Dante. Good job. Um, 
yeah, no, I genuinely don't know anything about the show, and I'd like to watch it. And there's quite a few shows in here that I don't know, and there's quite a few that I do know that I won't watch, like Gate. Fuck Gate. U- Gate. Usagi Drop was like the most popular of its season too. That was surprising. Usagi Drop was the fucking shit, mate. It was a good show. I don't know. I mean, the most popular. Fuck. It was the best. Man, you Anyway, uh, we're out of time. If you want to go read the last 30 years, stuff like that, just jump on my Twitter. You'll find it. I'll post it. Uh, might even stick it to make it life easier. Uh, and I guess we'll see you guys next week. We will. We will. I was, I was going to talk about Prisma earlier, but it's... F- f- fuck that show. It's getting a fourth season. The season's called Thry. That doesn't make any sense. Why is it three? It should be... F- f- fuck. Three or try? It's three... T- oh, Jesus, let me just fucking type it. Look, look that. I don't know what that is. Yeah, I just that's the the fourth season. Oh, it's Sunday. Sunday. Okay, sure. Dumb. Anyway, bye.